What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at WPDavidV. You can subscribe to Press This on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or download the latest episodes at WMR. .fm. In this episode, I'm, we're talking about something that's near and dear to my heart. I'm going to talk about why do big stores choose WooCommerce? And to join us in that conversation, I'd like to welcome back to Press This, Mr. Jonathan Wold of Automatic. Jonathan, welcome to Press This, or welcome back to Press This. Thanks, David. It's good to be back. Yeah, awesome. Glad to have you here. Always love talking with you and with the lack of in-person WordCamps. I'm glad to get the opportunity to do that here on Press This. So for those listening, what we're going to talk about today is really Jonathan's thoughts around why WordPress dominates global e-commerce in general, and really focusing on how brands are using WooCommerce and WordPress at scale. Hmm. So um, Jonathan, I know you've answered this question before on Press This, but for those who didn't catch that prior episode, could you briefly tell me your WordPress origin story? When did you first use WordPress? Sure, David. So a little over 15 years ago, I was an intern and I was asked by my mentor to work on adding a blog to her site. Didn't know how to do that. Had some ideas, searched, found WordPress and got to work on it. I needed help. I posted on the uh, .org forum and a bunch of helpful folks, including Matt, jumped in to help me figure it out. And I got hooked. Uh, WordPress impressed me as a piece of software and the community was really what won me over. 
and I've never looked back since. I started writing uh, tutorials on what I learned, and one thing led to another. And to, <laughs> to quote Hamilton, I basically wrote my way out. There you go. I like it. You know, I, I almost had a similar origin story from a similar experience, but I chose Drupal. So I ended up experimenting with Drupal for a while before finding WordPress. But that's kind of funny that you landed on WordPress with that project. So you mentioned how you've kind of uh, expanded your role in the WordPress ecosystem. And now you're at Automatic now, which is yeah. great. Can you help us understand, like, what do you do at Automatic? Like, what's your, uh, what's your role? Sure. So I lead community initiatives for WooCommerce, and that means uh, a lot of different things right now. As you guys can imagine, WooCommerce is growing fast. Uh, we, we, we're having a hard time keeping up with uh, just the amount of things need, the, the amount of things to be done inside. So day to day, that looks like a number of things. That's uh, our community spaces, our meetup program. I'm working on the blog right now, producing WooCommerce Live. Um, any, anything that can help merchants succeed. If I have to pick one thing, the work we do in community is what can we do to help more merchants get to their first customer and go on to whatever the next milestone is. Nice, nice. I've seen that in action. I saw a lot of your posts in the WooCommerce Slack community. Uh, I think it was around WordCamp Europe, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, yep. Um, and, uh, you know, I think in general, I think that's one of the standout Slack communities in WordPress. Of course, the org community itself in Slack, uh, Genesis has a very strong one. And uh, Woo is definitely, definitely in the top echelon in terms of how that community is managed and the engagement that happens there across different people and different ideas. But getting into back to the topic, like why do you think WordPress and open source have a greater market share than closed source platforms like Shopify or just generally like SaaS-like e-commerce solutions? I think there's a lot of reasons for this. If I have to pick, if I pick one thing though, I would say momentum. You take my origin story, 15 years. WordPress uh, is just over 17 years old now. And there is a lot of momentum that often gets discounted because it doesn't have a flashy company with big marketing budgets. People don't realize just how big it is. There's other reasons. But if I have to just pick one thing, like you get that flywheel effect going, compounding, and there's just so much momentum, even behind the scenes. And it's it's very hard to discount that. So what do you think like is the root of that momentum? I get like people are like, I remember in my agency days, people were like, I guess you're going to build me a WordPress site, huh? Like they would <laughs> just assume that that was what was going to happen. And, you know, I think as I looked at closed source systems at that time, which was a good choice for some customers, the, the thing that prevented the being it, a closed source system being the best choice for the customer was often customization. Yep. It was like they had an idea or a, a kind of a unique, wanted to have a unique way to stand out. But like, what do you think is the driver for that like de facto momentum? I think there's three things. There's three things that stand out to me. The first is from the beginning, WordPress has been focused on non-technical. Like I, I like to simplify it as WordPress at its heart is about empowering creativity, especially non-technical folks. So like it's, we take that for granted now because a lot of these proprietary systems have done a great job on user experience, but WordPress was kind of cutting edge back in the day. It was for bloggers, non-technical folks. The second thing is the, this concept of ownership, right? Like with WordPress and people get this, like we talk about it. I think people also just feel it inherently like, oh, I own this. Like this is mine. I can, there's a sense of identity there. And the third is just, you already alluded to it, the level of flexibility. Like you can do things in WordPress today that 
no one imagined 15 years ago. Right? Yeah. So when you take I, those three things, there's a compounding effect that you just, you know, we, we've, we're, I would say we're losing a little bit today on user experience, but the sense of ownership and, and, and flexibility is still there and stronger than ever. Yeah. I think the two of those uh, reasons that really stand out for me almost on a daily basis, particularly when I think about the block editor and its evolution in core yes. is the ease of use for non-technical folks and the extensibility and customization. And, and I think this is part of where sometimes people get lost when they think about WordPress is they're like, oh, it's, it's, it's a tool for uh, someone to DIY a website, which it is, and it's wonderful at that. But when you marry the customizations that a development team can make and deliver to the content creator um, in an easy to understand way, um, that's when you have something special in my mind that's different from, say, a closed source system where I can't, you know, do it my way. Um, but, you know, again, thinking about like the fact that content creators, marketers and business owners, DIYers, if you will, can also execute <laughs> using those custom experiences um, through WP Admin and, and, yep. and similar approaches. Really, I don't know. It's I think to me what what is special about it. Um, so I mentioned how I use closed source systems in the past and some clients really was a good fit for that. Um, to be fair though, what are some reasons that are uh, good? What are some reasons people might want to choose closed source platforms? Like if WordPress is wonderful in these ways, like what are the benefits of choosing closed source? Yeah, that's a great question. And I'm, I'm quite optimistic on closed source generally. I think it's great. Um, when I think about the mission of Woo to democratize commerce, I'm grateful for Shopify's contributions to that broader mission, right? Uh, for me, if I summarize, if I sum it up, I think if I pick one thing, it's probably convenience, right? Like um, with closed source systems, they often have better user experiences. More money has gone into that to make it easier to get for someone to get up and running. And if you think about like, just take um, a broader concept like owning real estate, there are situations where like most people would agree that in general, it's better to own the thing versus rent. There are some situations though, where it's better to rent, get up and running quicker. It's more convenient. It's a, a faster thing. But if you're building a business for the long term, that's where you just have to really weigh like, where, where do you want that to, where do you want that sense of ownership to sit? Are you happy to rent someone else's thing? But there's good reasons to do that. And there's a lot of convenience. Yeah, I think the analogy around renting and owning is really interesting. I think the thing that stood out for me, like the anchor reason I would typically choose a closed source platform or recommend that to an agency client was uh, whether they were going to keep me as an agency, you know, kind of on retainer, if you will, wow. to help them management or whether they had the, those capabilities internally. Yep. And I think this management piece um, is really interesting. I've got an analogy on that. I want to mention to you and have you respond to, uh, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let webmasterradio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. Webmasterradio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm 
and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I'm in the middle of interviewing Jonathan Wold uh, from WooCommerce and Automatic. Jonathan, right before the break, we were talking a little bit about, well, when are good reasons to choose closed source to kind of basically provide kind of fair weight, if you will, to the argument or the consideration. And I was mentioning before the break that Jason Cohen, the founder of WP Engine, has this analogy that he tells, and he he talks about WordPress, and one of his strengths, of course, is that it's free. Mm -hmm. But it's free like a puppy dog is free, because there's (laughs) a lot of work that goes behind that. So how do you think about that? Like when, when, I mean, you know, WooCommerce has this amazing market share but like with all that power comes a lot of responsibilities. How do you think about how organizations or businesses make this determination of like, when do I want the puppy dog and all the excitement and enjoyment that comes with that? And when do I want something a little more safe? Or should I say safe for me to maintain, easier for me to maintain? Uh, I love that. When, when I'm talking to beginner merchants, I, I like to do that just to, to kind of stay fresh in it. One of the things that I found to be really helpful is to, to be open up front about the learning curve. And when I talk about using Woo um, and, and open source WordPress in general, I present it within that context, context of it's, it's something to learn. Like there are tools that it's, it's a new set of tools. There's things to learn there. It's not all just going to be done for you. And, and that for, for, that's not a fit for everyone. Someone like, well, I don't want to learn anything right now. I just want to like get something done. Okay, well, a proprietary platform might be a better fit. If you're someone who's curious though and wants to learn, the thing that WordPress and WooCommerce both have is this incredible community because of that sense of ownership, because of just the nature of the project. There's a community who's willing to hold your hand and teach you. You can go to a meetup, you can read countless tutorials. It's important to be upfront though that there's a learning curve. And if you take this puppy idea, <laughs> I'd say the long term is like, well, you you have this incredible like creature in your life who can love you, and there's something that you can't really trade there, right? Like, so, but it's work, and that's how I like to position it. Is like it's work, like it's it's going to get better and it continues to get better. Will it? You know, the proprietary platforms will probably always have an edge there, less work, right? Less that you have to learn to get it working. There's also a reward to learning, though, and I, I like to call that out. Yeah, I think those are good points. Uh, maybe it's like the robot dog versus the real puppy. Ah, yes, because you don't have to like clean up after it. It just is there, but it's obviously not as much enjoyment. And I think that's great. Really, it's it's it gets down to I, I, I think the learning part is really interesting. Well, I mean, you pointed out that the community helps each other. Um, one of the mottos we'll say in the Genesis community is "better together," right? Uh, yes. Like you said, somebody taught you. And then now you teach other people. And this is kind of common. And I think it's also, it's interesting because as 
business owners and people that DIY do these things, they'll often transition into businesses that do that does this for others. Um, do you see this often with with WooCommerce stores owners as well, or is it more just yes. like I'm trying to sell my widgets and that's all I care about? It's an interesting trend because on the one hand, like one of the challenges I have in the community space is that as people learn, like their their needs increase and there's this tendency, like people naturally become more technical, they become more capable. And as humans, one of the risks that we run is forgetting that we once didn't know, right? So one of the, the interesting challenges is that like a meetup in general will become more technical naturally over time because people are learning and they're contributing back and they're helping each other. So we in community say, okay, what can we do to make sure that we keep the barrier low for those beginners? Which yeah. is all there is a natural tendency. There's a natural path that people who build a successful WooCommerce store, like they tend to want to do more with that. They'll either start more, or they'll help other store owners. Like they figure there's an you feel empowered and you kind of don't want to stop. Yeah, I think that's a good distinction with open source and closed source systems. Those sub communities tend to be a lot stronger. Um, certainly, that's true for WordPress. Yeah. So we've talked about like the general benefits of open source versus closed source, but I want to get a little bit more specific with WooCommerce, you know, again, dominant e-com solution on the web, what other than the open source nature of WordPress and, and Woo in general, what makes WooCommerce special? Hmm. So I think, and, and, and more of us are starting to think like this, I think of WordPress as an operating system for creating on the web and yeah, you can sort of unpack that. It's pretty straightforward. Like an operating system has, you know, an audience, a set of capabilities and an interface, and it's not a stretch to imagine it. Part of what makes Woo special is that it's built on WordPress. So I think that's important. Like that's, that's at its core. Like it is riding the momentum and there's this sort of natural transition over time for a lot of like independent folks and like entrepreneurs who started on WordPress where commerce is a very natural transition. You go from content to commerce Woo is kind of in a perfect spot there to, to capitalize on and serve that momentum that, that WordPress offers. Yeah, I tend to agree. I think the other strength I think we, Woo brings to the table, I mean, certainly from a feature set perspective, uh, very comparable, if not exceeding other platforms in, in a lot of ways. And then, of course, augmenting that is the whole ecosystem of uh, other extensions and add-ons and plugins and so on and so forth that really make Woo special, yeah, um, and and provide a lot more variety. So I'm going to switch. Point. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to switch gears if that was okay because I want to talk about big stores. That's what we're here for. What do yes. you say? In transition to that, I'd say the other thing that makes Woo special is its nature as, as what I describe as an ecosystem plugin. It's a lot bigger than just being a plugin. There's entire ecosystems, including big stores and their unique needs. That's part of what makes Woo special. Yeah, I think so. Definitely. Are you, um, uh, what is the movie where they go into the future with the apes, Planet of the Apes? Are you a Planet of the Apes fan, Jonathan? I've actually not seen them. I've seen some of one. I'll have to I'll have to work on that. The modern version in one of the films has a scene where uh, the main ape character uh, takes a stick and breaks it in half and says, apes alone, weak, and takes multiple sticks and he can't break them. And he's like, apes together, strong. Oh. It's a really powerful moment in uh, the movie, but it really reminds me a lot of how the WordPress and uh, also the Woo sub-community, if you will, operate. Um, so I think that's both true in the community, but it's also true in the way these products 
and these ecosystems exist around something like WooCommerce and WordPress. Yes. Okay, big stores. Um, for big stores using Woo, um, is it more common for a site to get big after they started with Woo, or are big stores switching to Woo, or is it a mix of this for larger e-commerce sites? In my experience so far, it's a mix. Like you, you definitely have a natural progression. I, I know merchants who started out with, you know, little blog posts that turned into multi-million-dollar WooCommerce businesses and 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 beyond. I'm I'm tending to be a bit more biased recently because I'm noticing more. I'm noticing more of of bigger merchants coming in than so. But in my experience, it's a mix. So let me break this down, I guess, into each cohort, if we will. So if we have a, a store that gets big after starting with Woo, um, what does that what does that path commonly look like? Or do they is it like a solo store operator that hits it big with some idea? Um, is there some other? Are there particular uh, things that that store owner has to consider? Help me understand a little bit about that journey. Yeah. Uh, like anything, it's mixed, just given the size of Woo. But I think that's a what you described is a pretty typical path. A store owner starts small, like they were usually already on WordPress, and then it, the business grows and they build a team and all the uh, the um, the relevant infrastructure around that. And because they started on Woo and because they feel that sense of ownership, I recall a few years ago trying to convince a store owner friend of mine to move away from Woo over to Shopify. I hadn't fully seen the light yet, and. <laughs> He wouldn't do it. He's like, I know I, I, and when I asked him later about this, you know, we it boiled down to that sense of ownership. Like he, it didn't, why, why would you give that up when sure there are things that weren't quite as nice or quite as polished, but he had this optimism that it'll get better. And if it doesn't get better, I can help make it better. Yeah. I think that sense of ownership is so key, particularly when you talk about those customizations, right? It's not yes. WordPress's funnel or WooCommerce's funnel. It's my funnel. It works this way that I figured out was the best way to make it work. And yeah, relinquishing that control when you're trying to optimize your digital business can be an extremely difficult thing to do. I want to now shift to the other side of the co of the cohorts, the store owners that are switching from some other thing to WordPress when they're already big. Um, but we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one training a weekly podcast for you or your company, distribution to almost every podcast portal, an embeddable player for your website, an ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts, and much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. 
Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. Again, this is your host, David Vogelpohl. I'm interviewing Jonathan Wold about why big stores choose WooCommerce. Jonathan, right before the break, you were sharing a little bit about the journey of store owners, kind of starting with Woo as maybe a solo operator and maybe hitting it big and growing a team around that. I want to talk to you about the other way around, though. These are large e-commerce stores that switch from maybe a proprietary closed source platform to something or to Woo. Help me understand that journey. Like, why are they doing that? Um, what is their motivation and what are some of their challenges? There's two reasons that have stood out in my experience. And what's interesting is some of my background, I spent quite a bit of time in WordPress and the enterprise, and there's similar reasons um, why big, big enterprises are switching to WordPress. The first one is a, a lower cost. You, you know, the, the, the rent, if you will, like eventually you get to a point where it's like, okay, we have an option. Like in real estate, you can't always buy the place that you're renting, but here you can, you can say, okay, we want to take this and we want to lower the cost with Shopify. For instance, that percentage starts to really get up there once you get into the, the higher echelons of sales. So lower costs is one and both like short term and then like looking at that total cost of ownership. And I think the other primary reason I see is the flexibility. It's we want to be able to do this other thing. We just can't do that on Shopify or wherever else. We want to have this flow work this certain way. And we want that. We're going to have that. Yeah. I, so much of this gets back to flexibility. I think the you know percentage of sales billing models you reference obviously can get really burdensome at, at scale. Um, but that customization, I mean, again, my, I, I'm of course, drawing on my own personal experience, which isn't limited per se, but of course it's limited just to my world. Um, but customization was always the thing. I loved this phrase in my agency days when I was working with clients. I would explain how certain platform or technology worked and what it could do. And they would say, and I have an idea. Can it do this? Can it do that? And that was always, uh, as an agency, I love that because that was customization work and revenue. But um, it was always something about their special sauce, the way they did things, the way they wanted it to work. And, you know, uh, I, too, as you know, Jonathan, have been in, uh, you know, involved with talking to enterprise companies about adopting WordPress. And the analogy I would use is like, well, you have the exact same features that everyone that uses that platform has in wow. the exact same way. And right. when new features are released and you have an opportunity to stand out, so does everyone else using that thing. And in the exact same way, closed source in the way I put it equalizes innovation, Ooh. open source and open platforms allows you to invest and scale your innovation. And so I think hearing about how you, describe this in the Woo context makes a lot of sense to me. What do you think about all that? 
I like that a lot. Uh, it's sort of that, yeah, you, you're beholden to what they do. And, and some, like, there is some, like, additional flexibility. Like, Shopify, you could build custom extensions. and Sure, custom, sure, sure, sure. Not to pick an, on Shopify too much. <laughs> there's an inherent, there's an inherent, like, it's not yours, right? Like, you have to, at, at best, get permission, and at worst, just can't do it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really interesting to think about how brands make these decisions. Um, when I came up with that analogy, it was actually after looking at an RFP, and they were like, does WordPress do these things? And I was like, uh, in some way, yeah, all of them. And then, of course, it was a fairly big company. They could just invest in a developer to create a custom plugin that does it their way. But it was funny because they were like nearly begging to have you know influence on the roadmap. And I'm like, you're asking the wrong question. The question yeah. isn't what does WordPress do. The question is what do you want it to do. And then you might decide if it's a good choice for that job or not. But it's what do you want it to do fundamentally is the way I think about it. Well, Jonathan, this was wonderful. Thank you so much for talking about all this today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Um, if you'd like to learn more about what Jonathan and his friends are up to, you can visit automatic with two T's at the end.com or uh, WooCommerce.com, of course, the world's number one e-commerce platform. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. Again, this is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.